0: Hello, my lovely listeners. Welcome back or welcome. Thanks for tuning in today. Today's episode has quite a scandalous name to it, but it's for a good reason. And that reason is that many people are not fueling themselves properly. And instead, they're fucking themselves over. If you're wondering what I mean by this, keep listening. The purpose of today's episode is to share why I chose the name Fuel Yourself For this podcast and why i chose food for fuel dietitian as the name for my business platform fuel means so much more than just nourishing food as a holistic practitioner as a practitioner of lifestyle medicine i believe that diet and exercise cannot define health yes they are of course hugely important components to health but those two practices alone cannot and will not help you achieve optimal health. That's what we're trying to do here, right? Achieve optimal health. And the other components involved in lifestyle medicine include stress management techniques, connection and community, avoiding harmful substances, and even sleep. With that being said, I wanna get into my definition It is not the definition of fuel that really meets the eye. It's a little bit beyond that. And a good example to start out explaining my definition is a story I learned from Jay Shetty's book, Think Like a Monk. The story is called The Story of Two Wolves. And it's a Native American wise tale in which there's a grandfather in it who tells his grandson that he has a fight going on inside of him. And this is a fight between good and evil. And when the grandson asks, which wins grandfather, the good or the evil? The grandfather replies, whichever one you feed. This is exactly what I mean by fuel. With the food we choose to eat, we can either feed wellness or feed illness. Same goes for these 10 other holistic practices that I'm about to discuss. So take notes if you can. If not, you can always listen back and jot notes down when you are able to do so. So the first thing you want to fuel yourself with is kind words. And again, if you're one of my clients, if you're a friend of mine, a family member, you know how important positive affirmations are to me. Positive self-talk is make it or break it when it comes to your health. The way you speak to yourself determines how others treat you and speak to you, right? We need to have have that self-compassion. And that is a part of health that is definitely not being practiced by the majority of individuals. That is why I push so hard to get people to even listen to five minutes once in a while of positive affirmations. Because a lot of us grew up in households that were really negative and had a lot of negative talk around us, which made us adopt the habit of talking negatively about ourselves and to ourselves. And this is such a dangerous slippery slope because this can lead to other health problems, including mental health problems. In order to adopt positive self-talk as a habit, it needs to be practiced regularly, right? Just like every other thing that we want to adopt as a habit, it has to be practiced on a regular basis in order for it to become second nature. And that's what we have to do with talking positively to and about ourselves. We need to rewire the neural pathways in our brain into automatically thinking positive thoughts. And again, it takes time. And it's not something just like exercise, right? We think of exercise and how we need to do it all the time in order to maintain it. Same thing with positive self-talk. It's not just going to be something you learn and then you say, okay, I think I'm good. I don't need to do it anymore or practice it. No, you're going to practice it forever, just like you're going to practice any healthy habit that you want to sustain lifelong. The second thing you want to fuel yourself with is healthy connection healthy connections with other people. This has a couple of different parts to it, right? So first, we of course wanna cut out the people who don't serve a purpose in your life. This is because they can bring negative energy into your life and they can prevent you from speaking positively about yourself and keeping positive energy around yourself. The other thing is making new connections. So when you cut people out of your life who aren't serving you, You don't want to just cut those people out and then be lonely. You want to cut those people out while you're making new connections with like-minded people. This like-mindedness is such an important part of health because we want to feel like part of a community. When we don't feel like a part of a community, we feel purposeless. And that is why it's so important to find people doing things that you love to do. So if you love to exercise. Find a group exercise class that you can participate in where you can connect with others. If you like to hike, if you like to do yoga, if you like to read, find a club where you read a book and discuss every week on each chapter that you read. And these are great ways to activate the parasympathetic nervous system. So maybe meditating once a week yoga once a week, breath work once a week. And before you know it, you have at least one form of rest of activating that parasympathetic nervous system every day of the week. Another part of rest is getting enough sleep. Again, most people are not getting enough. And that's because we overload our plates with so many things to do, so many responsibilities. And we forget that we are and should be one of our responsibilities, one of our priorities. Right. We are good at prioritizing everything else. And I know this because I do it myself and I am also working on it. Another way to foster rest is to choose not to exercise when it doesn't feel right for you. I know a lot of people like to, okay, I want to do exercise every day. But some days you're going to feel like you don't want to. And that's okay, And that's a sign that your body needs rest. Essentially, we have become very bad at listening to the cues our body is giving us because it's not productive, right? We think productivity is the only way to be successful in life, and that is really, really far from the truth. Quite contrary, number four is movement and activity. Now, of course, we don't want to only rest and we don't want to only move. We have to have that balance. And so movement is so important. It helps to stimulate the mind. It can help you focus better during the day. And it can actually, if you just add movement into your daily routine, it doesn't have to be exercise. It could just be like going for a walk, gardening, doing things around the house. Just the more active you become, this may help your desire to exercise increase. So maybe you're someone who says, oh, I hate exercise, but you know I like to do this activity or this activity. And as long as you're moving, this could eventually lead to a desire to exercise. And of course, going back to that mental health component, exercise is so important to combat anxiety and depression. And it can really help to, again, feel a sense of fulfillment and purpose. Number five, is to consume positive media now consumption we usually think of consuming food right consuming products but consuming media is something each and every one of us do every single day multiple times a day and it is tiring when it's constantly negative media right so i mean right now you're listening to media right and hopefully it's uplifting for you When we are surrounded by negative media, I'll give you an example from my own life. I find I start to get really depressed when I am constantly on Instagram, right? And a lot of times I'm on Instagram for my business, but even still, you know, when you get on Instagram, you just get sucked in and you're there for longer than you plan on being there for and it causes you to compare and compare and compare and see what everyone else is doing on their highlight reel. And sometimes we forget that yes, everyone is posting their highlight reel. They're not posting necessarily the negatives about their life. They're not posting the bad days that they have. They're just posting the good, the success, you know, the positive. And while that, you know, maybe is uplifting for some accounts, the accounts that you don't feel vibe with you or you feel like bring down and lower your vibration that lower your self-esteem delete them or put them on mute you can actually do this you know you have the ability to do that stop listening to the news every day that's another way you can decrease negative media and increase positivity in your life one thing that i really like to recommend because it has helped me a lot is to set a timer for your social media apps on your phone. So I know if you have an iPhone, I can't speak for other phones, but I know iPhones allow for you to have downtime, which usually is at night or in the morning, but you can also limit app usage. So I know I have mine limited for Instagram and Facebook and Snapchat, but I think I should do it for email too, because again, most of us have our emails on our phone. And even if it's for work, where you know in bed checking our email when that should be a time for us where we allow ourselves to foster positivity right so media is so important it can make or break our health if you solely follow social media accounts that post educational things or quotes positive quotes and poems and things like that you are probably going to be a lot better off when you do decide to utilize media number 6 is to fuel yourself with knowledge. Knowledge, again, brings us purpose. The more knowledge we have, the more we can help others, right? And that's why I'm so passionate about what I do. I didn't know this from birth. I, over the years, have learned more and more about health and wellness from my own experience and, of course, from school and from experience with clients, with patients, with friends and family and reading and books and so podcasts too actually i learned a lot from podcasts and youtube videos even so you want to be a lifelong learner fuel yourself with knowledge and information things that interest you and the great thing is we all have different interests right if we all had the same interests life would be so boring it's amazing To know that, you know, I have a different interest than maybe my best friend and my parents and my cousin, because we can all teach each other the things that are interesting to us. It's a lot more interesting when we listen to information from a friend or family member who finds it exciting and they're passionate about it than just listening to it because... listening to it because we think we should. Number seven is to fuel yourself with joy. Now, this of course is easier said than done, but jotting down ways that you feel and experience joy in your life is a good first step, right? So for me, I know nature, being outside, like putting my sand, putting my feet in the sand, helps me to feel joy. Having the sun beating on my face feels so amazing. For others, maybe it's the snow and being in the cold. Maybe it's traveling. There's so many different ways to experience joy. Maybe it's just being cuddled up with your loved one. Maybe it's reading a bedtime story to your child. Whatever brings you joy, Find that. And all of these different ways I've talked about to fuel your health so far can all interrelate, right? Joy can also be hand in hand with that mind and body rest, that parasympathetic nervous system activation, because maybe yoga or meditation brings you joy, or it might also relate to those healthy connections. Number eight is to fuel yourself with healthy communication skills. (laughs) And again, this connects with one of the topics we already discussed, which is connection, right? Those relationships in your life are going to only be enhanced when you have better communication skills. So something I've learned over the years is how important it is to use I statements, right? So I notice or I feel and focusing on feelings is probably one of the most important ways to connect because feelings can connect us because we all have feelings. We've all experienced feelings. But when we talk about our opinions instead of our feelings, it can really disconnect us. And not to say, I mean, I think we should all share our opinions and you know be respectful of one another's. But when it comes to communicating on something that you're trying to connect with, feelings are going to connect you. So if you want to feel more connected to someone, share how you feel with them. Because chances are they can understand that feeling and that can bring you closer together. And always remember, too, when communicating, it's not you versus them It's the fact that you're trying to figure this out together and come to a compromise. And again, this doesn't have to be with just romantic relationships. It can be with relationships with your parents, your children, your coworkers, colleagues, again, all those different people in your life. Another way to fuel yourself right is something we might not really think about often, but it's realistic expectations. We want to fuel ourselves with realistic expectations. Of ourselves and of others as we all have experienced as we know the higher our expectations are the higher chance we'll feel like a failure and when we feel like a failure we lack motivation and when we lack motivation we give up right that's the exact opposite of what we're trying to do instead when we set realistic expectations for ourselves we can be successful and when we're successful, It makes us motivated to level up and reach a new goal, right? And to reach further success. And this is just what momentum looks like. Momentum is created by setting realistic expectations a little bit at a time, you know, one step at a time to get to the top versus expecting yourself to jump from the bottom all the way to the top of a flight of stairs, right? If you try and try and try it's it's impossible unless you break it down into okay today i'm going to do steps one and two tomorrow i'm going to do steps three and four until you get to the top and a part of realistic expectations also is expecting no's right expecting others to disagree expecting to be misunderstood sometimes by certain people this is all part of understanding not everyone is like us and that we can respect other people's viewpoints and other people's perspectives and learn from it. We don't wanna to expect too much of someone. And yeah, as much as it would be great to not expect anything from anyone, it's harder to do than to say, but we can do our best to at least communicate what we expect of other people. And again, that's connecting to the last one, the communication and fueling ourselves with healthy communication skills. Number 10, You should fuel yourself with a creative outlet or creative outlets. This can be something as simple as journaling, writing, stories, creating art, writing poetry, doing do-it-yourself projects, making music, dancing, you know, something that you look forward to. It has to be something that you want to do, something that makes you feel free and allows you to express yourself. When we feel like our voices are not being heard, it's easy to shut down. And when we shut down, again, that can lead to anxiety and depression, and that creates loneliness. We wanna feel connected not only to the people in our lives, but through creations in our lives. We wanna be able to feel like we make an impact with our artwork, whether that's music, poetry, writing, projects, dancing, we wanna fully live life and that's what we need in order to do so and number 11 of course is the obvious fuel yourself with nourishing food right so this of course is including fruits vegetables legumes which are lentils and beans whole grains like brown rice and oats and fiber-filled fats i like saying fiber-filled fats instead of healthy fats because a lot of people are like what does that even mean Fiber-filled fats are nuts, seeds, and avocados. This is going to make us feel physically nourished, which can enhance all the rest of the ways to fuel ourselves, right? If we can't nourish our bodies, we're not going to have the energy to do the rest of the things. Now, I know listening to all of these, it's like, wow, that takes a lot of work. And it is. It is a lot to practice each and every single one of these But no one said health was easy, right? Or that it could be accomplished in a day or even a week or even a month or even a year or two years. But if you start incorporating just one of these every month, you'll be surprised how nourished you feel mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. And you will start aligning with your goals and your purpose. So I challenge you to fuel yourself with one of these things this month. I hope you understand what I mean by fuel and how much deeper it goes than just food. So to recap, it's the kind words you fuel yourself with healthy connections, the rest, the movement, the positive media, the knowledge, the joy, communication, expectations, creative outlets, and of course, nourishing food. And this is exactly the reason I like to end my podcast with a reminder to fuel yourself with nourishing food, kind words, positive energy, and un-